team. Welcome to the Freedom Hunt Thursday, October 21st edition. We've got Governor DeSantis and the Florida State Legislature taking a big step to defend freedom against vaccine mandates in the Sunshine State. We will discuss, plus the battle over whether masks in school really stop COVID spread. Merrick Garland is getting grilled up on Capitol Hill over DOJ's threat against concerned parents. How dare you get angry over our CRT? MIT canceled the lecturer. There's a lot of fallout from it over wokeness. You got to hear about that. Plus, Netflix employees had a walkout over the Dave Chappelle special. We will discuss where that goes. So as you can tell, we have a stacked show today, my friends. But first... I've known Mike Lindell for years. I love this guy. His company's amazing. It's a great American corporation that is employing a whole lot of your fellow Americans with great wages and making amazing products. That's my pillow. I love the whole assortment of my pillow products. They've got so much great stuff. They've got the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, the my towels, the my slippers. I have all these products. I use them all. I live in them. So once you try them, you'll realize these are amazing. There's a reason the company's so successful. You will want them too. Try the Giza Dream sheets in particular. I'm telling you, the best sheets you've ever owned. By far. They're going to be the softest, but also most durable, easy to care for. I have three pairs of them at home. And I live alone, so it's not like I have a family. Listeners have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is. And Mike Lindell wants to give back to all of you. Go to MyPillow.com right now. And click on the radio listener special square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza Dream sheets. But also new products like the weighted blankets, the robes, waffle blankets, you name it. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these amazing radio specials. Again, that's promo code BUCK when you go to MyPillow.com and you click on the new radio listener specials. Ron DeSantis, oh yes, doing the right thing. This from the uh, Twitter account of Christina Peshaw, who is his comms chief. Governor DeSantis just announced a special session to pass legislation to protect Floridians' medical freedom and right to earn a living. Florida is fighting back against unjust and unscientific mandates. Oh yes, This is what we like. This is what we need. Let's just take stock of this for a moment, shall we? DeSantis in Florida, Abbott in Texas, two critical red governed states that are taking very real action to defend your rights and freedoms against these insane vaccine mandates. Right. No natural immunity exception. Uh, no willingness to look at your individual risk for your health concerns. No, it, it's for you have to do it for everybody. They're saying now even children are going to have to do it in blue states, not in Texas and Florida, assuming this bill goes through in Florida as planned. And I, I'm sorry, but I have to take a moment here to remind some folks you may have heard uh, a, a somewhat testy exchange back in August between yours truly and the governor of uh, South Dakota, Christy Nome, on this issue. And she wanted to read from some talking points and give me a lecture on big government and the Constitution. Well, I'll just make this really straightforward. She has some big corporate donors that were pulling the strings and I was right and she was wrong. Okay, glad that we established that. I don't know what else to say. I don't think there has to be anything else said. And I smell phonies a mile away. Why is it that the governor of Texas and now the governor of Florida have recognized the need to use this 
power that they have, the plenary powers they have at the state level, but a governor in an entirely red state, by the way, the reddest of red, totally red legislature, red governor's uh, governor's office won't take actions because, you know, Sanford Health and some other big corporate donors didn't want it. That's all that was. So I, I know for some people, you know, you don't ever want to tell them there's no Santa Claus, but, you know, Governor Nome likes to throw elbows and play rough. She was wrong. There's that putting that out there for all of you. So as I said back then, the federal government would come from everybody with uh, come for everybody with these mandates and they would use private corporations to do it. So state action under their plenary powers, which they regulate businesses in their within their state's borders in a myriad of ways. And this one is a you could do it on the basis of conscience freedom of conscience. You could do this on the basis of just health regulation because you don't think it's necessary at the state level and you have that power. I mean, there's so many ways to do it. And now it is being done. So those of you who at the time are like, Buck, I see why you think this is important. Thank you. Anybody who wrote me an angry email. Why are you being mean? Because uh, she was being disingenuous and smarmy. And I was right. So there's that. Yay. Then there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's fun to be right. Um, then we have Senator Rand Paul, who has been right all along when it comes to COVID, he has been a voice of sanity amidst all of this. And here he is just pointing out what you and I already know, which is that a lot of what's going on still is when it comes to the mandates and uh, different COVID policies is arbitrary and I think any mandate that ignores the science is really arbitrary and capricious and should not be honored. So, for example, many of these policemen and firemen were out there every day. They caught COVID naturally. A hundred million Americans have had COVID naturally and have developed antibodies and immunity to it. Studies out of Israel say that their immunity is as good or in all likelihood better than vaccinated immunity. But the bottom line is all of their arguments fall. They say, oh, the unvaccinated are making us less safe. Well, it turns out that if you're vaccinated, you can carry it also. So there is no perfect safety that anybody can find. And really, the ultimate personal choice, the most personal choice of all, is what you inject into your body and what you take. And look, I'm not against the vaccine. If you are at high risk, in particular, by all means, get vaccinated. But you should have a choice. It's a free country. We thought it was a free country. What Democrats have shown us is that it's really not. What they have shown us is that, unfortunately, there's a large portion of humanity that is desperate, absolutely desperate to be controlled and will endure almost anything for a false promise of safety and belonging. They'll put up with whatever. Keep them safe, make them part of the group. They'll do whatever you tell them to do. It's sad, but that's where we are. That is the truth of it. And uh, Governor Abbott, Governor DeSantis, and Senator Rand Paul, there are some voices of sanity here. Masking in schools. Let's just look at this for a second. If, if the data was clear that putting a cloth on a child's face was going to stop that kid from getting a, an aerosolized virus, why would the UK have pulled its mandate about masks in schools? I mean, if it was an obvious thing, right? If this was... Boiling water is hot. You know, that's science. Boiling water is hot. You touch it, it's hot. There's no argument there. How could it be that different experts around the world look at this and come away with a different conclusion? Because it's about judgment. And what you're not hearing from the mask maniacs now, we only go back to normal when we drop the mask. We only go back to normal as long as we have 
a, a critical mass of mask lunatics running around, we don't actually get back to normal because they are transferring their anxiety onto all the rest of us. They expect all of us to cater to their, oh my gosh, I have to wear a mask, I have to wear a mask. Outside, on my bicycle, I'm wearing a mask. I mean, wouldn't the humanitarian, decent thing to do be to walk up to somebody who's outside wearing a mask and say, please, breathe the air around you. You do not have long in this world. We are all on borrowed time. Enjoy your day. Get some sunshine on your face. Take the GD mask off your face. You don't need to do it. And you're not showing us how smart or wise or considerate you are. You look like a crazy person. Why not just tell everybody this, right? You know, you got to verbally slap them around a little bit. It's insane. Why won't Fauci come out and say that? Why won't Fauci come out and say masking up between bites is unscientific idiocy? Oh, we all know why. He's a little Democrat operative. He's a Democrat. Been a Democrat his whole life. He's helping out his team. He's laundering their propaganda through a lab coat. That's what he does. But they say that schools, okay, if you wear a mask in schools, you're going to be safer, right? This is what they're claiming now. Here is uh, the Democrat Surgeon General Murphy, who is saying um, that there's three and a half times less COVID. And I worry uh, about efforts in, in some states and some localities to, to move schools away uh, from universal mask requirements and testing, because we have seen now that schools that have universal masking in place are much, much less likely, uh, more than three and a half times less likely, uh, to have outbreaks in schools compared to schools that don't have masking rules. This is our kids' health that's at stake. We've got to take every measure to make sure they're okay. That's just not true. I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll come up with one study from somewhere with no control group, and which means it's a bunk study. It's garbage. And say, oh, see, see. I don't even, I don't even know which study he's talking about, to be honest with you, because all the, the recent studies have shown effectively no difference. Mask mandates, effectively no difference. 1%, 2%, which, and there are lunatics out there, just so you know, who will say, it's worth it. If we reduce 1% of transmission, not, by the way, that's not reducing the transmission in the entire population. That's reducing the transmission in a certain time and place restriction. We reduce it 1% in schools. Okay, well, does that just mean that somebody, when they take their mask off and they go to a restaurant, they're going to spread it there? It makes no sense. They are crazy. They think you're crazy, but they are crazy. I also saw today that they're now now, uh, assessing over 100 million cases of serious mental health issues caused by the pandemic and COVID. What have I been telling you? I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist. What have I been saying for 18 months? We are going through a clinical level mass hysteria. People have been emotionally and psychologically broken by this. They cannot process the risks involved. They cannot process the reality of what's happening. And so they want to be safe and warm and fit. Whatever that means. I'll do whatever you say. Triple mask. I'll, I'll sleep with a mask on. There's no discomfort that's too much. I take the virus seriously. That's what they say. Now, explain this to me. Riddle me this. Remember the, uh, the Riddler? I was going to say the Joker was the Riddler in Batman. Um, the Surgeon General for the United States federal government says... Uh, masking results in three times less, three and a half times less COVID spread in schools. That's so interesting because we have some very good data from Florida on schools and mask mandates. 
And here's what Florida's Surgeon General, Dr. Latipo, has to say. I want you guys to step back for a moment from what you hear sort of constantly on TV. And just very briefly, in terms of the data that, uh, that supports mask use in kids and mandates for masks in kids, it is very weak, and that's a fact. But there's a substantial gap between the quality of the data out there supporting masks in kids, yielding any benefit for kids whatsoever, factual, and the, what we're hearing from some of our public health leadership in other states and nationally. In Florida, we're going to stay close to the data, and we're going to let you know how we feel about the data. And the data do not support any clinical benefit for children in schools with mask mandates. The highest quality data find no evidence of benefit. And, and, that's how, and we're going to stick with that because that's what the data show. So explain to me, explain to me how it is possible that here we have a Harvard Medical School MD in charge of health in the state of Florida saying there is no benefit from masking in schools based on the Florida statewide data. But you have the Surgeon General for the Biden administration saying there's three and a half times. I mean, that, that's a pretty substantial difference, right? Three and a half times the risk. Somebody's lying. Somebody's lying. And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not Dr. Latipo from Florida. Cherry-picking studies. This is what the lockdowners and the Fauciites do. And then when you catch them on it, they say, shut up. It's the science. Do what we say. Because that's how they are. That's who they are. It's frustrating, but it's the truth. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. you got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business, and they help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck. It is the place to go. They will help you a lot. Incredibly efficient and useful service. You will see. The Attorney General Merrick Garland is on Capitol Hill today, and he's getting grilled over, well... What's going what's been going on there? Remember when they told us Merrick Garland was going to be such a such a solid pick for the Supreme Court? It was the Merrick Garland Supreme Court seat. No, it wasn't. There's no such thing. I never I don't see his name on it. Merrick Garland didn't have anything. They just would say this stuff because they were convincing easily fooled people that there were some set of rules that didn't actually exist. Okay, so with all of that. Let me now turn to the threatening of parents that the Department of Justice has engaged in on behalf of a left wing organization that just exists to make sure that teachers unions and the entire education bureaucracy is a little fiefdom 
a little fiefdom of the Democrat Party and that no one can get in the way, no one can mess with that. The DOJ taking orders from this appalling activist group and Representative Jim Jordan today was letting them have it quite a bit on this issue because he knows what's going on. He knows the situation. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The chairman just said the Trump DOJ was political and went after their opponents. Are you kidding me? Three weeks ago, the National School Board Association writes President Biden asking him to involve the FBI in local school board matters. Five days later, the Attorney General of the United States does just that. Does exactly what a political organization asked to be done. Five days. We've sent, Republicans on this committee have sent the Attorney General 13 letters in the last six months. Takes weeks and months to get a response. Eight of the letters... We've got nothing. They just gave us the finger, said, we're not going to get back to you. And all our letters were actually sent to the attorney general. Here's a letter sent to someone else asking for a specific thing to be done. And in five days, the attorney general does it. Here's what the October 4th memo said. Quote, I'm directing the FBI to convene meetings with local leaders. These meetings will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting. Dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting. A snitch line on parents started five days after a left-wing political organization asked for it. That's not political. I don't know what is. Ah, uh, yes. You mean the weaponization of the DOJ for the benefit of the socialist left in this country is something that's going on under the Biden administration? Of course it is. No surprise. We knew that would happen. So this continues to be a major uh, issue of of concern, I think, going forward. Um it is appalling that this would happen and Merrick Garland should be ashamed, but he's a little Democrat hack. You know, this is what happens. You become one of these, these cowardly, low-T, left-wing eh, quizlings, and you do what the establishment wants you to do because being a real man and having honor and standing up for what America is supposed to be all about, I know that sounds corny, but it's true, that doesn't get you book deals. That doesn't get you... Uh, invited to the cool kids table at the annual galas or get you a sit down with, you know, ABC News or whatever, a little stiff and That That's not if you want it, if you want that treatment, you got to do what the Democrat apparatus wants. And that's what ends up happening here. That's the situation with the DOJ. It's sad to see it, but it is the reality of it. So, you know, there was this esteemed, uh, esteemed professor who was supposed to be giving a lecture at MIT, which you'd think, because it's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, one of the most, uh, one of the most esteemed, I'm using that word twice, but you know what I mean, one of the, one of the most highly regarded uh, mathematics and science-based institutions in the entire country and therefore in the entire world. This guy is supposed to speak there, and... Uh, Dorian Abbott is his name. He's a scientist, and he was supposed to speak at this lecture series, but he opposed some components of affirmative action. And you're not allowed... Now, affirmative action is a public policy that is hotly disputed, that should have been struck down by the Supreme Court already, that had the bizarre Sandra Day O'Connor, maybe in 20 years we won't need this thing, back in, I think it was 20, uh, 2005 or 2004. Uh, they, they know it's unconstitutional. It is racial discrimination by another name. 
But if you point any of this out, the left wants to hurt you. They want to ruin your career. They want to shut you down. And that's what they did here. Uh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology invited geophysicist, geophysicist Dorian Abbott to give a prestigious lecture. And he is a scientific star who studies climate change. OK, he's a climate change expert. But this guy was shut down and disinvited from MIT because a bunch of people were, oh, my gosh. He doesn't like affirmative action because he thinks that science is about getting it right. And the best scientists are the people who get the most stuff right and make the breakthroughs. It's not about diversity and inclusion. I'm so sorry, but science doesn't care. Science doesn't care about your diversity and inclusion. It just wants the right answers. We all want the right answers. Humanity. I don't care what color the scientist is. I don't care what gender the scientist is. I just want them getting it right and helping all of our lives be better in the process, I think given what we've gone through with COVID and all the wrong stuff from the experts, we could all agree on that. But this was remarkable because this shows you some of the mentality uh, on college campuses now. And I think you could argue it's really a central mentality. Phoebe Cohen, this is from this New York Times piece, a geosciences professor and department chair at Williams College and one of many who expressed anger about MIT's decision uh, to invite Dr. Abbott. I went to Amherst College. Williams is, is our arch rival. Uh, Cohen said Abbott's views reflect a broad current in American society. She said a university should not invite speakers who do not share its values on diversity and affirmative action. Gee, I wonder if, if, uh, if Phoebe Cohen, professor at Williams College, uh, has some kind of insecurity about this this seems quite strange you can't allow a man to speak about a different topic because you don't agree with them on affirmative action why why is that what she asked uh what, what she was asked of the effect on academic debate should the academy serve as a bastion of unfettered speech this is professor williams college i want to I this was in the new york times i'm going to quote this because i want to make sure everyone understands. i am quoting a female minority professor from Williams College here, okay? Just so we're all very clear. Quote, This idea of intellectual debate and rigor as the pinnacle of intellectualism comes from a world in which white men dominated. End quote. I mean, that's like one of the most racist things I've read in a long time. Intellectual debate and rigor as the height of, intell of, of intellectualism comes from a world of white white men dominating this is what is this is her argument against the academy elevating intellectual debate and rigor think about that for a second yikes scary stuff but this is commonplace in the academy now commonplace in college campuses and you also have the netflix walkout speaking of uh diversity and inclusion and uh, different agendas, in this case, the LGBTQ agenda. Um, now they're making demands because Dave Chappelle made jokes. He's a comedian. Not allowed to make jokes about the trans community. Not allowed. Not allowed. Mm -mm. Um, and then they just say things that are speaking, talking about, you know, intellectually weak they do this thing of, oh, but it's not that we don't like, it's not that we don't like the jokes, it's that we are literally suffering violence because of, no, no, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. If I make fun of somebody's shoes and say their very last season, 
They don't get to then go out and say, oh, my gosh, somebody a week later punched me in the face. And it's because I've been demeaned in my fashion choices. Like, I'm sorry, you, you don't get to just make it up as you go along. Someone making a joke is not the same thing as someone take someone else engaging in violence and making a joke is not violence. See, they're forcing us to get down to the most very basic and straightforward of terms because they're seeking to redefine them for their own benefit. This is what the left constantly does here. For example, here's an example of it. Walkout organizer Ashley Preston saying that this is this is about violence. I'm here to let Ted know that if he won't stand up for their rights, we will. And that's the reason why we're here today. We are here today not because we don't know how to take a joke. We're here because we're concerned that the jokes are taking lives. And that's not a laughing matter. No, I mean, that, what, what is a laughing matter is how stupid that statement is. No, a joke is not murdering people. I'm sorry. That's not how this works. That's that is an open door to absolute totalitarianism at the hands of the Marxist racial left. That that's what that is or the racial Marxist left. That is what they're trying to do. And by the way, they'll be Marxist and they're now gender Marxists as well as class Marxists. Right. They use absolute equality to pretend there are no differences at all between human achievement, human uh, human work ethic, skill, merit, whatever you want to say. The, the destruction of the meritocracy and the pretense of absolute equality across all sexes, across all races, across everything is an excuse for endless power, endless power. And that's what they want. They'll create a utopia here. That's what they say. Everything will be perfect. Just put them in charge. Yeah. Put the people in charge who say you're making a joke and it's literally killing people. They don't know what the word literally means, do they? That's going to be it for today, team. Thanks for being here. Uh, go to my locals community if you have not already. BucksXN.locals.com. Boasting there. Doing fun stuff. Check it out. Back tomorrow. Shields high.